I'm Jill Marie, and I'm founder of SVH, the Serenity Vibration Healing and Enlightenment Technique. And this is Telecast 25, the fifth segment in our eight-part series that is delving into blocks to abundance. The topic of today's broadcast is Ancestral Resistance to Abundance. As always, before we begin, let us take a moment to express our gratitude to the Creator for this opportunity that we've been given to reach into the archives of thousands of years of embedded genetic formatting to unearth and remove the seeds of poverty consciousness and resistance to abundance. Using SVH, which is an active form of prayer, the Creator will remove innumerable foundational beliefs from your genetic files today, freeing you from the hidden blocks to abundance that have held you from the freedom to create the reality that you desire. While I'm talking to you today, the mechanisms of SVH will be working in the background. As your soul and higher consciousness follow the directives set in place to identify the seeds and the foundations of poverty consciousness and resistance to abundance, as well as those blocks that are written into your genetic files. These will be loaded into preset profiles of clearing that will employ the creator to implement later in the telecast. Right now, your job is just to sit back and listen, knowing that the mechanisms of this modality are being stimulated by the information and topics that I bring up. Today, we're going to begin the telecast a little bit differently. We're still going to implement the Big Clearing Profile at the end of the discourse, but first, we're going to churn up the waters a bit to bring more programs and beliefs to the surface. That way, when we do our big clearing at the end, we'll wind up with a life-changing, gargantuan reformatting experience that reaches better than a billion, better than a trillion. In fact, let's go for a centillion because that has somewhere between 300 and 600 zeros behind the number. Today, we're going to raise the roof on suppression profiles and limiting perceptions and beliefs that our genetics has fostered in these modern times that have helped to support poverty within the collective consciousness and in our own lives. You see, our ancestors are beloved. They're wonderful. My goodness, if we didn't have those ancestors, we wouldn't exist. But their lifestyles and their beliefs have nothing whatsoever to do with our modern lifestyle. Well, some of them do, like don't put your finger in the fire and love and honor your neighbors and be kind and honest and forthright. But the ones that have to do with poverty consciousness and fear of abundance, they've got to go. And today, we're hunting them up. We're going to stimulate your brain to help us identify a lot of these blocks because it's a voracious hunter of information that will provide us with data and will excite the computer-like systems of the ego to sponsor huge volumes of random inner dialogue. And that's going to help us to reach even deeper into the genetics. I love the way the brain works. I love how masterfully it just reaches out and gets data in a nanosecond, actually outside of time. I also love how the ego program file sifts through and digs and finds anything that it can to support a negative and limiting response to whatever positive thing that you're hoping and thinking about. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I love it because with SVH, we use those mechanisms of, of, the, of the modality to be able to reach in and find where the ego program file is getting all of that negative and limiting verbiage and those belief systems. 
So today the Ego Program file is our friend. It's going to help us get billions, trillions, gazillions, and once again, we're going for the centillion, centillions of programs. So I'm going to pose questions and word my commentary in a way that will keep that ego hopping, trying to prove to you that you can't be prosperous. The ego is going to dig and dig and dig as we go. And in the end, it is our goal to have reached deep into the pockets of at least 25,000 years of genetic files to identify barriers and blocks to abundance. Now, the ego has been digging into this archive of beliefs your whole life to prove to you that you don't deserve abundance and to assure that you'll never have it. In the big clearing, we're going to be sweeping through your entire life to identify every single time that your ego program file ever dug into those files looking for anything that would support a limitation or a block to you being able to see the really big picture, the big picture of abundance for you. Now, in that sweep, and of course now while we're talking, as the ego amasses its case against abundance and you having it, your higher consciousness and soul is going to tag all of ego's justifications and all of the genetic and current life beliefs that are supporting them. And we're going to trick the ego into thinking it needs to dig deeper by making everything it selects immediately invisible to it. Now, it won't really be invisible, but ego just won't be able to perceive it. Now, the second ego selects genetic imprints to support poverty, the evidence it wants to use will disappear. Believe me when I say that ego won't stop until there's nothing to be gotten. So throughout this telecast, we're going to send the ego fishing. And when we're ready to implement the big clearing, all those invisible files are going to reappear on your screen and be reformatted by the creator. SVH works seamlessly to identify the seeds and foundations of the imbalances that surface during the telecast, in addition to the ones Ego finds for us. When the creator reformats the huge archive of limiting formatting, you're going to be like the cream rising to the top. So get ready to breathe freer and lighten your load. To begin, I have the program that I'm calling Vanishing Profile loaded onto your screen. Now, this is the first time we will have ever used this tactic with Ego, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to guide you through viewing the screen to get things started. For this part of the profile to take place, you don't actually need to see a screen, but if you do, that's great. Then I'm going to guide you to ask the creator if it is in divine alignment for the creator to implement the ego's program vanishing profile that's loaded onto the screen. At that point, you'll press the pause button on the recording and wait for a few seconds or minutes, listening for, sensing for, or feeling your answer. It'll come. The creator is the only one that implements this work, so you'll always get a yes. Just wait for it. And when you have the affirmative answer from the creator... All you need to do to activate this work is to think or say the word yes. Now remember, if you're driving or are no able to close your eyes safely at this time, you can look at the screen later. In fact, you can look at it a week or a month from now, closing your eyes and imagining the screen, and it'll pop up and everything will roll to its perfect placement. So there's no rush or panic for you to look at this screen if you're riding in your car. So let's get started. Go ahead and close your eyes and imagine that screen floating before you. 
The Ego Program Vanishing Profile is loaded onto the screen. Silently ask the Creator if it is in divine alignment to have the Creator implement this profile. And when you have your answer, just say yes, and then restart the program. Go ahead and pause the recording now. Okay, we're ready to go forward. To sit back and listen, it's as if I'm talking directly to you. Well, how many of your maternal and paternal ancestors do you think had issues about money? When I say issues, I mean wishing they could have more money, but they never did become affluent. Do you think some of them might have really suffered, been very, very poor, and, you know, maybe 5, 10, 20,000 years ago that maybe they you know, went without food for days and days at a time. And when they ever got a little something, they hung on to it because they were afraid to let it go. Or maybe you had ancestors that had a lot of money and then lost it or or hoarded it and imprinted miserly attributes. This is a different age, isn't it? We can just buy whatever we want. And most of the times, even if we don't have ready cash, we just use a credit card. So there is no real need almost for struggle unless we're choosing to have that experience. But what about all of the ancestors that didn't have credit cards? I was before credit cards were even invented and these systems were either bartering or, you know, cash money, ready money. And so what happens with these individuals that winter after winter, the spring is coming and, and the, f- the larder is not very full and the wood pile is maybe getting smaller and smaller and spring, you know, is a wonderful thing. But, you know, you got to plant the seeds and wait for them to grow. And so the feeling of having to, to hoard or hang on to things and no squander what you have could have imprinted a belief system that, of course, leading into now where we have plenty and there's stores clear full of food, anytime that we would like something, we can just walk into a store and and purchase it or we can go to a restaurant and we can just order whatever it is that we like, call someone on the phone and they'll even bring food to our door. But back then, a lot of people throughout the ages have struggled wondering how they were going to make it to the next day, let alone the next week or month or year. They didn't have the kind of bills we have these days either, or the options available to them or our technology, but what about opportunities that our ancestors passed up out of their fears? It occurs to me that you may have ancestors that have put everything on the line and lost it, or or witness this occurring for someone else. And they may have set a hard and fast rule for themselves right then. Right then and there saying, I will never again take a chance. And what about your ancestors? You may know about four or five generations back, but what about your ancestors that lived through periods of hard times where there was no hope beyond survival? What about your people that were assimilated into other cultures through wars and conquests that their best hope was just not to be noticed? Maybe back then, if you were not noticed and you just did your job, you didn't have to do extra work or you could just get by with less scrutiny. Being a shining star or good at something was not always the best thing for people. 
What if you have a lot of ancestors, many generations back, that hid their talents so they wouldn't be taken from the family unit? In fact, if you were a really good hunter, a really good swordsman, it would likely be that you would be brought right into the army and taken off from your family and maybe never, ever come back. How many times did your ancestors see things like that and maybe decide to keep their head down and not become really good at anything? In fact, in some places, there was no way to even get ahead. And the people that had money were considered to be the betters of those with no social standing or pedigree. So here we are now, desiring to create an abundant reality with every opportunity to make your dreams come true. And around your ankle is a two million pound weight that's holding you back. Because your genetic imprints say that you can't, and even more profoundly, they say you'd better not become abundant. They're saying, keep your head down, don't make waves, stand to the wire, don't become a target, and the less you are known, the better. I really wonder how much genetic formatting you have that supports laying low, just being comfortable enough to get by. Let's change channels a little bit right now and talk to the ego another way. You deserve to be abundant. Say it with me. I deserve to be abundant. Now we'll let the ego program file play with that a little bit while we take a look at belief systems that are held in collective consciousness as well as belief systems that we currently hold about dead people. Dead people many times are elevated to a different status that makes it so that whatever they did was good, even if it wasn't. Or we also have belief systems many times that support that we don't give away any of the secrets or the negatives about individuals that are part of our social structure or our family of origin. So to say that your ancestors were wrong or that they did something wrong or that they missed the mark, so to speak, is almost uh, one of the biggest taboos really in a family structure because we always like to keep everything in kind of a state that appears to be perfect, don't we? Now, I'm just describing all the way, but this is something that almost every home in your whole subdivision or in the city or country that you live in, there is someone within the family structure that is trying to make everything appear to be status quo, perfect, then and very, very happy and balanced. So to say your ancestors were wrong is like saying that you're stepping aside, you're stepping from the tribe, and you're no longer supporting the themes that everyone has been following for hundreds and thousands of years. So what we'll do right now is I'll have you think or say out loud three times, my ancestors were wrong. So let's do it together. My ancestors were wrong. My ancestors were wrong. My ancestors were wrong. And then you can polish it off with, I can be wealthy and still be safe and happy. Let's do it together. I can be wealthy and still be safe and happy.
You're not your ancestors. You're a new breed. You're a manifesting genius that can use the laws of abundance to create more wealth than you can spend in 10 lifetimes and be happy, healthy, and prosperous with honoring friends and family members. And you can live your whole life in that manner with no potential for losing your money, being targeted, or attracting negative experiences. You're different than your ancestors. You are you. You're playing by a completely different set of rules. You're following rules that are aligned with the laws of the universe, and you're following them and embracing them fearlessly. Your parents and your ancestors laid a foundation for you, but you can just use the parts that support your ideal vision of a fruitful life. You don't have to follow the parts of their stories that could limit you. You can leave those parts of your formatting that do no support affluence behind. They do no need to be claimed. This is no an insult to your lineage. It is a gift to them. Because you're choosing to rise from the ashes to be extraordinary. You are different than any one of your ancestors, and the times that you're living in make anything possible. The sky's the limit. You can create a dynasty. You can rise to the greatest levels of awareness. You can ascend. This is a completely different kind of a world that you're living in. We're even on a new dimensional plane. If there ever was a time to elevate your life to one with new heightened ideals, it's now. The world we live in is ready to leap. And that one factor is enough to fuel the reality that you're choosing. How many of your ancestors were slaves? 10, 20, maybe 30,000 years ago, who ruled them? And was there an opportunity for them to be entrepreneurs? If there was anything at all that these people thought or believed or even knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, which kept them from rising to the top or even taking a chance that could have elevated them to an abundant lifestyle, what stopped them? Or maybe a better question might be, what within them knew they would fail? saw the folly in trying, or held them in their state of lack? What stopped them from dreaming or seeing or envisioning that they could change their reality? And what stopped them from trying? What stopped them from being able to imagine a better life for themselves and their children? These questions are stimulating deep searches within the genetic archives. Let's weave the search into present, shall we? What is your dream? What does it look like to be abundant? Not someone else's abundance, but yours. What does it look like for you to have more money than you can spend in 10 lifetimes? What do those levels of resources look like? And how will that vision fit you? It sounds good, but if you can't imagine it, how are you going to create it? Opportunities. They abound for those that are open to them. Have you ever ignored an opportunity because your genetic imprints kicked in and the energy shifted you right out of alignment with the prospect? How many times in this life has that happened? Has it happened to your parents? Did they ignore a great opportunity because of their fears or formatting that stopped them from taking a chance? And how did that affect you? Let's direct our clearing to go back to every time you ever ignored a viable opportunity or you saw others do the same. 
And let's initiate a clearing in each of those placements. The creator will reformat your barriers and blocks to abundance and also the reticence and even fears that blocked you from attracting viable opportunities that could fuel your ideal abundance vision. We want to release whatever would block you from seeing the opportunities as feasible if they were. Let's have the creator mute the words, the tones, and the body language of others in the past that stopped you or dissuaded you from taking a chance with viable opportunities. And anytime you saw others lose as a result of taking a chance, or on the flip side, didn't choose a viable opportunity, that you'll release attachment to those choices of others, so that you are no imprinting that their choices are the same as yours. You are an individual. Someone else's failures or successes are theirs. They're not yours. Ten people or a thousand people could take advantage of the same opportunity and each will make it or break it based on their vision and the follow-through. Let's do a huge clearing on this because it's counterproductive to define a reality that you're creating based on the recipe of someone else. And certainly, why would we want to follow a failing recipe? Of course we wouldn't. Let's sweep through the life every time you ever did or ever will manifest a viable opportunity to spur your abundance. And each of those instances will do a huge clearing to release attachment to anything that would stop or block you from attaining the highest ideal for that achievement. We also need to address any time you reached a cap on your abundance levels or set a cap that could limit your advancements. We'll have the creator reformat the seeds and foundations of those barricades. Oh, here's one. Let's go back to every time you saw potential in a non-viable opportunity and you gave your time, effort, and financial as well as emotional support to that endeavor. And let's do a clearing to get rid of whatever within you attracted the non-viable opportunity. And also we need to reformat anything that was anchoring and supporting your commitment to those ventures. Now what about a fear of getting out of an investment or venture that turns sour? If there's something within you that blocks you from making changes when it's prudent to do so, we need to go after them because flexibility and being able to make changes that can you can follow through with are very important attributes when you're building an empire. Some projects are real gangbusters. They go, they're profitable, it's wonderful, and then, because of whatever reason, they become less profitable or less of that viable opportunity that you started out with. It's important to be able to recognize that and not run from the opportunity, but reevaluate and to be free to be able to make the determinations that are most in alignment with you in that moment. We need to take this theme all the way because some of these ventures may have been sponsored by people you care about and believe in. And what if their plan is flawed or or dependent on others that fail? I don't really like using the word fail, but it's very important right now for the ego program file stimulation. We're going to do a clearing to release the inner drive to support non-viable ventures, no matter who's sponsoring them. And we'll clear away anything that would limit your inner barometer. Well, that leaves us with clearing the fear of hurting someone's feelings by choosing to no longer support a non-viable opportunity. Clearing away blocks to choosing the path that is most honoring to you honors everyone. 
continuing a project that loses you money because you don't want to let someone down or disappoint someone dishonors everyone involved. It's important to be okay with choosing you. There's a lot of talk about selfishness. When someone tells you that it's selfish to do what's right for you and your family, then what they're really saying is that you shouldn't do what's right for you and your family. Guilt is a very powerful tool that has been used to control people for thousands of years. It works. We've got a history that proves it. That same guilt rode into the genetics and can create a huge resistance to abundance. Let's go over some of the guilt issues that we would like to clear. Well, number one, guilt for having more money than others. Some people think that anybody with money got their money from ill-gotten gains. And even if you made your money from good things like helping people, there can even be an unconscious guilt about the beliefs about receiving money for doing good things. My parents loved to help people and did it a lot, but they did it secretly. As a matter of fact, they went to a lot of effort to make sure no one ever knew it was them that gave them the gift. So you see, there would be guilt if they let someone know that they did a nice thing. Guilt by association is another interesting spin that we can look at when we're releasing programs and beliefs about guilt of having money. You have money, so you must have done something illegal, immoral, or bad to get it. How about guilt for not giving all your money to the poor or for not fixing your friends' lives? or your kids' lives, or your parents' lives. Guilt for having nice things when there are people struggling, hungry, and living without. Guilt for breaking from the tribe, doing better than your parents or siblings, and you can even have guilt for being comfortable with new friends rather than your old ones, because your old friends don't feel comfortable with you anymore once you've had uh, a big leap in your levels of abundance. How about guilt for no struggling, for being able to afford expensive things and for eating better, traveling more, getting better seats or more respect and recognition? A huge issue I'd like to deal with is one that I had to leap past, and that is shopping for organics. All these people everywhere are buying the foods that are on the shelf that are filled with chemicals and 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 they've been processed and they're no alive and here are these beautiful organics at maybe double or twice the price but they are vibrant and healthy and alive or at least we assume that they are and so as i'm picking up the vegetables and the fruits and the different uh, meats perhaps and things like that i'm noticing all of the people that aren't And so the feeling of guilt that I am selecting these things for myself became almost insurmountable. I was almost ashamed that I was buying this food that was better for me. But the issue really was judgment. Judgment of the other people who weren't making these selections. These people had babies in their their carts, and they were buying regular milk instead of the organic milk. They're buying vegetables and fruits that are sprayed and and have waxes on them. You see, all of these judgments were really about me, but I was projecting them onto the other individuals. So the big clearing here that we want to do for you is to release anything that would block you from doing the right thing and the light thing for you. 
and allow everybody else the freedom to make their choices and have no attachment to those selections that they are making except honoring them, sending love to them, love to the food that they're buying, and knowing that everybody's journey is about them. No feeling guilty about buying organics or spending the extra money on organics. You're just buying organics. That's what it's about. We become so neutral that we just are selecting. We are choosing and we are defining and we also are selecting what we prefer. It's okay to prefer to spend $1.90 for a potato. Although our ancestors might roll over in their graves because they struggled for their money, perhaps, and struggled to survive. But you're creating a reality for your life that is free of struggle, free of hardship, and filled with fun. Hey, let's throw that one in, too, because there can even be a guilt for having fun. Most of us have a skewed vision of prosperity. Because we got it from depictions of wealthy people on TV and on movies. So we need to do some clearing to release attachment to the visions of abundance that are in opposition to your vision of a harmonious existence that supports your ideal based on your journey. Not many of us would choose the inner turmoil of the wealthy characters in soap operas or sitcoms. It might be fun to ponder what it would look like to live the life of the opulent characters played in the movies, but the roller coasters of experiences played out on the silver screen are anything but harmonious. Let's clear the way for you to envision the really positive and constructive environments that will foster a lifestyle that you can continue to expand and grow within emotionally and spiritually. An ideal One that is unique to you. Imagine that for your whole life, every book you've ever read, every television program and movie that you've ever watched has been screened also by your soul and higher consciousness. Because they have. And everything you saw, heard, and perceived about these representations of life became part of a master selection process that archived the really, really good stuff Now, I mean just the things that you could use to build an idealistic reality for yourself with. This archive would only house the kind of material that you'll be using now, right now, when you have attained the levels of awareness that help make you capable of sponsoring the kind of changes that will empower you to transform your life, to match the images of harmony and abundance that you're capable of creating Because your clarity is making it possible. Imagine that your good life archive is ready to be called upon right now to fuel the manifestation of your ideal reality. What do we do with it? Well, we use it as a tool to reformat anything from your current life and genetic files that would, could, or will block you from allowing the good life to be your life. In fact, we can take your good life archive and place it in every nanosecond of your life to implement a clearing that will re-script the seeds and the foundations that are in opposition to accepting and allowing these good life imprints to be the foundation for your life that you're creating. We want to unearth resistance to the good life and find the genetic formatting that will oppose your desires. 
To do this, we'll create a hologram that reflects an image of your good life file. The brain's going to see it and know it is not true yet. That's a good thing. Now that image is floating before you now, so I want you to release attachment to what the good life file might look like. Just know that it has to be magnificent because your higher consciousness and your soul created it for you. Together, you and I are going to stimulate some deep fishing for genetic imprints. I want you to confidently say these words. This is the life I am creating. It shall be done. Go ahead, very confidently. Follow me. This is the life I am creating. It shall be done. And now we'll let the ego fish for a while while we check to see if there is a cap on the abundance levels that you'll allow yourself to attain. If you're in a safe environment where you can close your eyes for a few minutes, I'd like to direct you through an exercise that will give you a clearer idea of the pace and direction of your flow of abundance. As before, if you're driving or are no able to safely close your eyes right now, you can do this later. Just close your eyes and imagine that a figure eight is floating in front of you. This figure eight is like an hourglass with an energy flow moving from the top curve of the figure eight down the right or the left side. The energy flow will cross through the middle and flow right down to the bottom where it will then begin its journey back up to the center and all the way up to the top of the figure eight again where it will continue to replicate that flow. Be with the flow for a moment and sense, feel, or see which direction the energy is flowing. From the top, does the energy flow to the right as it plunges down and around the center? Or does it flow toward the left, counterclockwise? Get a real sense for it. If you need more time to tune into the energy flow, just pause the recording and then restart when you're ready. Now that you know which direction the top figure eight flows towards, I want you to notice the volume of the energy that is flowing. Is there more energy flowing down toward the bottom and the same amount surging back upward to the top? Is there a small energy flow moving down the same or less of a flow moving back upward or a bigger energy flow moving back up? Or is it the same flow for the whole figure eight? Go ahead and pause the program, and when you have a sense of it, resume the recording and we'll continue. Alright, now that you have an idea of the direction and the flow, we can discuss the energy flow of your abundance. The energy flow of abundance for most people flows clockwise. The flow begins at the top and moves to the right, crossing in the middle and pouring into the bottom. In most cases, there is a smaller flow trickling into the bottom and a larger volume flowing out. That indicates that there's less abundance flowing into your life and more money going out. If the amount flowing into the base is the same as the amount flowing back up to the top, this reflects that the flow is pretty even and your financial needs are being met, but no real great reserves are building up. An ideal flow of abundance is reflected when the downward flow from the top moves counterclockwise. Then there is an unrestrained flow of more energy entering the base than is flowing out. When your abundance flow moves left from the top of the figure eight, abundance is actively building. 
It is time for us to raise the bar on your abundance potential. Whether your abundance is flowing from the right or the left, today we're going to improve your potential to expand the volume by implementing a huge clearing to release blocks to receiving. In addition to expanding the volume, we'll get help from the creator to lock the direction of the energy flow to reflect the most optimal abundance streams. Let's do it now. SVH has been working seamlessly throughout this telecast to identify the blocks and barriers that have been stopping you and limiting your potential to create the greatest levels of abundance. And now we'll direct the creator to reformat them. To activate this comprehensive clearing profile, I'm going to once again direct you to view that imaginary screen. Like before, I'll guide you to ask the creator if it's in divine alignment for the creator to implement all of the clearing and reformatting that is loaded onto the screen. Then you'll press the pause button on the recording and wait for a few seconds or minutes listening or sensing and feeling your answer. And when you have your affirmative answer from the creator, once again, all you need to do is activate the work by thinking the word yes. And then go ahead and resume the recording again. Let's begin. Close your eyes and imagine the screen floating before you. Silently ask the Creator if it is in divine alignment to have the Creator implement all of the reformatting and clearing that is going to anchor your abundant energy flow to its optimum. And when you have your answer, just say yes and restart the recording. Go ahead and pause the recording now. Now that the Creator has implemented the clearing profiles, I'd like you to take a big breath. Hmm. Just feel the freedom that you have just achieved. Remember that the Creator can do anything. You can be free of barriers set in place by ancestral imprints of suppressive formatting. In fact, it's your destiny to be free of all barriers and blocks to abundance. It is also your destiny to manifest your desires in a pristine manner that only unfolds realities that you consciously fuel with creation energy that is unhindered. SVH can help you to achieve these goals. This telecast was designed to unearth deeply embedded formatting that has or could at some point thwart your abundance. Listening to this recording multiple times will magnify the clearing potential. Because each time you implement the two clearing profiles, new layers of limiting formatting will surface and be rescripted by the Creator. We encourage you to download these recordings and make copies of them for you and your friends and loved ones. They're free tools offered to the world. Together we can uplift the expectations of the collective consciousness and vanquish poverty consciousness in this new golden age. If you have issues that were not covered in this exercise and you'd like to personalize the clearings to your specific issues, I would celebrate an opportunity to work with you one-on-one. You can schedule an appointment with me by contacting my office at 208-938-2722. If you'd like to learn how to use these tools for yourself, you can review my class schedule at www.serenityvibrationhealing.com. In addition to my details, you can review the information about many trained SVH practitioners and teachers. We're all here to assist you in your next leaps to higher consciousness. Your dreams are fully attainable, and SVH is the how. Now let's finish this segment of the Abundance Series with a snippet of Tony Harshberger's channeled masterpiece, In Serenity. 
His newest CD, Radiance, can be purchased at www.serenityvibrationhealing.com where all of your purchases are lovely donations to support Serenity Ministries. We thank you in advance, and namaste.